Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. Chris, we still have a sponsor as of the end of January, my friend. Thanks to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm, for sponsoring this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google and social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. Jason believes that the 2002 Giants team was one of the best of his lifetime. He was obviously born after the LT and Phil Sims years. When they went into Indianapolis at the end of the season and Peyton Manning and the Colts and they, and they beat them 44-27, he thought they were destined for the Super Bowl. Obviously, Trey Junkin and the 49ers happened. Ugh, God, I remember that game. Not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business by having a great website and generating leads online, you can talk to Jason and the media captain about the Giants. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consultation and just mention anything Giants related and he'll know you came from the Giant Insider podcast. So, buddy, um, we got a ton of Twitter questions today, and uh, we have to make our picks for this disgusting weekend coming up, pal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get it rolling. That's funny the way you said that. Well, I well, mean, how, how, can you, how can you describe it any other way? Our, our two arch nemesis nemesis are alive, and mm. uh, I, you're going to... You're gonna, Get some bad news, Giant fans, later on in the pick segment. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so we got uh, 34 questions. It's a record this week, and wow. uh, we figure, you know, let's let's go through all of them because uh, some of them are great, some of them aren't so great, and some of them are hilarious. Uh, Nick at Lapis 71, and um, Chris has a habit, and I'm just going to call it out now of answering some Twitter questions early on in the day, which I think is hilarious after I send out the, hey, Giant fans, send out the uh, the Twitter questions. And they send them, and then Chris can't help himself because he's a <laughs> lunatic Giants fan like the rest of us and starts answering them online. And I'm like, hey, Chris, maybe we should wait till the, the, the pick segment or the, uh, the question segment. But anyway, uh, Nick at Lapis71. One question. In your opinion, what needs to be done by management prior to the draft to ensure that the pick is going to actually be on the roster for four to five years? <laughs> uh, well, scout, scout well and, and, and hopeful a lot of luck, but because yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of this draft is uh, pot luck. Yeah. And, and also I, the Raiders made an interesting, interesting move. They, they hired Mike Mayock. And I always wanted to see how these draft prognosticators, like a Mel Kuyper, uh, who's the guy on ESPN, too? There's another guy. Uh, McShay? Uh, Todd McShay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mayock. I always wondered how they would do if they mm. were given the reins of a franchise. So it's going to right. be interesting to see what Mayock can do with the Raiders. It's a, it's a much different process than it was years ago, where you know, years ago when, when Sims was taken, everybody booed. But now Sims would have been graded high and and known, you know, he would have been known throughout, yeah, you know, in the media, and, and and he would have been kind of talked about for months. But it's just such a different process now. These guys are uh, are picked out very early. But yeah, my my thing is always stick to your um, stick to your board. Um, doesn't matter about school as much. You, you know, there's there's a lot of small school guys that make it. But be true to your board. Don't pick for for need. It's always great when need and and the best player available kind of come together. But stay true to your board, and you'll be fine. Uh, old school D R E eight at old school D R E eight. 
You're on the clock at six. The quarterbacks you want are gone. Best available are Jonah Williams, Josh Allen, Ed Oliver, and Greedy Williams. That's a great name for a corner. Who are you mm. going with, Chris? I'm going to go with that defensive end there, Josh Allen. Yeah, he's uh, got a lot of upside. The only thing that scared me was uh, Dave Syvertson of Our Lads a couple days ago tweeted that he sometimes, I think he said he sometimes disappears and gets blown off the ball. But Josh <laughs> Allen is, I mean, he's pretty much going to be a top three pick. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, Jerry. I, I mean, I, I can't give an expert, you know, opinion on the kid. I only saw him like once or twice, but he seemed like he's pretty dominant. Uh, then again, the kid from Alabama is pretty dominant too, that Quinn Williams. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll pick like a buffoon. I, I just love yeah. the name Greedy Williams. That he's our, he well, our corner. I just, I just like that that guy mentioned a corner. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they listen. Yeah, because uh, you know, of course, he's a top. He's the top corner for the kid from LSU coming out. So. And we need a corner. I mean, we're probably going to be an edge guy and all that, but yeah, I, I like it that, that that guy threw the corner in there. Yep. Uh, Zach Tapalovich at Zach underscore Tapalovich. Haskins mm-hmm. or Murray, Chris? Neither. Nice. If I had a gun to your Haskins. head, gun to your head, Haskins. Haskins. Yeah. Haskins. Why? Oh, I mean, Terry. This well, first of all, this kid Murray. You know, he's listed as five eleven. I think. Like Russell Wilson size, he's not Russell Wilson size. I, I've seen I've seen him in person. I was at the stock exchange event, um, and I saw how him. tall is he, Jerry? Oh my God, he, he I looks like he's five nine. That, that's what I heard. Yeah. I, I mean, he looks really small on TV, but TV could be deceiving. You know, they're trying to stretch this kid like he's five eleven. You know, one one even had him listed as six feet, and it, and, and then you know, there's no way. And I just, you're right next to him, and you're saying to get the kid's five nine. That's too small, Jerry. I, I'm sorry. Oh, that's yeah. too small. Anybody who says six, anybody who says he's six feet, that's a lie. Well, he's not gonna be able. To, he's not gonna be able to, you know, get through that with the com- if you, you know, when he goes to the combine. Yep. So, uh, our boy, my boy, not your boy, Bryce Harper, NYY, and I can never pronounce. He told me what it was. It's like a combination of Saquon and I can't even make his name out, Eli or something else. Any chance we take Devin White and finally have a linebacker for the first time since a Jesse Armstead? Hmm. I, I don't know. I hope so. I don't even know much about Devin White. I, you know, I re- really haven't looked into the college that much, you know, except for what I've seen on TV. So I, I don't know. Is he good? Uh, if he's good, I hope so. No, he's fast. He's, a, he's fast and active, and, and he's one of the top linebackers that's going to go. Mm-hmm. These draft questions, man, and I, we appreciate them, but you're going to see so much more happen between yeah, now and the draft and the combine and after free agency. So it's, there's so much that's going to change from now to then. I mean, we'll, we'll answer in the best we can, but yeah, I like Devin White from LSU. He's one of the, one of the best. <laughs> yeah, I like him. And- yeah. You know, I've seen him a few times. I, I like him, but as far as, you know, where he's going to go, they're going to, I don't know. Uh, Ryan Williams. And then he answered his own question. Well, I'll read both. Ryan <laughs> Williams at Ryan Williams, 84. How is it that Vernon grades out so, so well on PFF and makes a Pro hmm. Bowl this year? Not once did I see him play at the level he should be, taking his salary into account. I think we, we should replace him with Lorenzo Carter and use the cap space to upgrade elsewhere. Jerry, I'm just going to say one quick thing about Olivier Vernon. And it's always attached, you know, the contract attached to him. Folks, you know, I understand Olivier Vernon makes a ridiculous amount of money and his production does not equal his contract. But if you want to blame anybody for this, <laughs> blame the buffoon crew, the buffoon twins. No, the buffoon crew. <laughs> yeah, the buffoon okay, twins. Jerry yeah. Reese and Mark Ross, mainly Reese. Reese. Reese did the contracts, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. come on. Yep. Okay. 
Jerry Reese is the one that gave Olivier Vernon that contract. And there's nobody listening and nobody on this planet that's going to be offered $85 million and you're going to say, no, I don't think I'm worth that because I only get seven sacks a year. It's not right. happening. Right. So I understand, you know, Olivier, you know, everybody right away is quick, you know, quick to say, hey, you know, his production doesn't match his contract. We know that. But, folks, just keep this in mind. He was never a 15-sack guy that came to the Giants and all of a sudden got five sacks. Right. All right. He's not a $85 million contract player. I understand that. Okay. But blame Jerry Reese, who spent money like a drunken sailor in Maui, okay, because he couldn't draft well. All right. So Olivier Vernon, uh, why he made the Pro Bowl this year? Because he graded out well, and other and and other and other people thought he played well on the field. Yeah. Okay. The the snaps that he had in the eleven games or ten games he was in, he did not play that bad, not that bad. But he's not a eighty-five million dollar player, and he and he disappears at times. But obviously, other people in the league thought he played pretty good. And then Ryan answered his own question with, "The juice is not worth the squeeze." Well, it's a good line there, Ryan. Nice job, buddy. No, it's not. But don't forget who gave him that money. Yes, Mr. Buffoon Boy. Uh, S at William Tell. Any news on Sam Beal? That's for you, Chris. I think that's one of the ones I answered. <laughs> I sorry. know, but you know what? I'm for, sorry, for Jerry. The of, for I the answered rest, that, for the rest of the listeners, go for it, Chris. Because I'm an idiot who answered it early in the day. <laughs> for the rest of the listeners, um, what do you got? Sam Beal's doing great. Uh, I, I think we mentioned this before in the previous podcast. I talked to Beal about, I guess now, like a month ago, and he said he's ready to go. He'll be good for the OTAs and, and the whole training camp and the whole deal. He can't wait to get going, he said. So he'll be fine. Good stuff. Uh, I love this question. Lucas C. at LMC Disc Doggin. He's a frequent listener and uh, question guy. Am I crazy for thinking it would be risky to draft a college left tackle at six and ask him to play right tackle? Is there a chance that Solder would actually be the one to move? Pass rushers come from everywhere now, so I don't necessarily value left tackle higher like it was in the past. It's a really good question, man. Yep. We've, we've talked about it before. One of the things you can think of, one of the things you can you make the argument, I should say, is if the draft is very deep in pass rushers, would you take a pass rusher in the first round if a franchise left tackle is there? And I don't know the answer to that. Depends on how they yeah. grade out. But it's a good question because I yeah. think they would move Solder to right tackle. Right now, you think they would next season? If they draft a pure left tackle hmm. who... Interesting. I don't yeah. know. I, I think it would be on the table. I. To move a left tackle to right, a kid like that, I don't know, man. I don't know. Solder, I could see them. I could see them. It wouldn't shock me if they did it. No, nah, I guess not. You know, I mean, I mean, Solder was a left tackle. He he played right tackle the first year, went back to left tackle. I mean, I I guess down the road, or I guess it's possible. You know, um, you know, but, you know, the kid, a, a left tackle going with a right tackle, or, or staying in, Solder moving over. I mean, Solder did it before. He played right tackle before, so yeah. it wouldn't be exactly. I mean, he hasn't played it in seven years, but it wouldn't be a totally new position to him. You know, yeah. and it's a great point by that, by that follow with that question because you know what? In today's game, it's not just a guy. You know, the best pass rusher rush is over the left tackle now. They move these guys all around. So yeah, they do. That's a good point. You know. Yep. We have the smartest Twitter followers, buddy. Yeah, it seems that way, man. It really is. Neil, really does. Neil Sutherland at the Neil STH. Quarterback with the first round pick or no? That's the question? Yep. No. No. No, I don't think they're going quarterback. Sorry. Uh, there's no Andrew Luck coming out. I don't think they're going quarterback. I agree. Uh, 
then this follows up. Jennifer Burley at Mama Jen 3 Would it make sense to get Haskins in the draft and have him back up and study under Eli in 2019? Would it make sense if he's there at six? I mean, I, I like when I when when Chris and I say they're not going quarterback, the the, the belief at least for me, maybe Chris disagrees. I don't think Haskins will be there at six. And I don't think the Giants are trading up to get him. So yeah, would it I make agree. sense to grab Haskins if he was at six and have him sit for a year? Depends what they do in free agency. I, 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 this defense is so bad and they need so much help. <sighs> Depends on what they think of Haskins. That's a tough question to answer, Jen. I'm sorry. I yeah, it's really tough. We don't know how, we don't know how Gettleman grades him out. It's tough to answer that. If they like him, it makes sense to learn from Eli. How about that? Jerry, if they if they fall in love with him, obviously they're going to take him, right? Yeah, if he's there. And who's going to jump up ahead of us? Uh, you think somebody's going to jump up ahead of us? Oh, Denver needs a quarterback. Um, well, Jack- Denver's behind. Wait a minute, what's Denver? Are they behind us? They're behind us. Yeah, so you, oh, Elway, I can see we, Elway trying we don't to know what the Raiders are. We don't know what the Raiders are going to do, if they're going to stick with Derek Carr or not. Right, right, that, right. That guy's nuts. Scruton's crazy. Well, one good one good thing is that I think Bruce Arians is going to stick with Jameis Winston. The way yeah, he was that's talking about I agree. I, that's why they hired him, I think. Yeah, I don't think Jameis is going anywhere. So that could be, you know, if the Giants are looking to go, if the Giants have a love with Haskins. I don't know. I don't know what Gettleman's thinking. Then you got to worry about your buffoon boy Coughlin trading up. Oh, Coughlin, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Jacksonville's a team you got to watch. Yeah, no question about it, because they're definitely looking for a quarterback. So there are a couple that could trade up and grab him, but as far as who's ahead of us, I'm trying to think offhand. Who is it? Just Oakland, maybe. Maybe just yeah. Oakland, right? Not, not going to be Arizona, not going to be uh, the 49ers. So, all right. Agent X, another one every week at Agent X6021. What is the real answer as to why the Giants <laughs> seem to have difficulty covering tight ends? Is it X's and O's talents, or should we sacrifice a live chicken to Joe Boo? What do we have to do? Well, we could call. Right, wait, call wait, 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 hang on, hang on, Peter. We are not suggesting anything like that. It was a question, if you're listening. So, um, go ahead, buddy. We could ask call backs to come out of retirement. Yeah, that's pretty much the only answer. Because... Other than that, we got to get a tight end that, that could cover a uh, linebacker could cover tight ends. I don't know what to tell you. It does seem like it's since '58 played though we can't cover tight ends. Yeah, I think it's a talent thing more than X's and O's. I, I just, it, it's a, you, you can't go, what, now? Is it, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm doing the math. It's, it's going to be 35 years since they drafted a linebacker in the first round. That, you couldn't do that by accident. Like, the Giants systematically refuse to draft linebackers. On. Now, I'm not blaming Gettleman. But even a Corsi didn't, right? I think a Corsi's highest one, I'm trying to think, he drafted from 98 to 04. I'm going through them in my head now, man. Brandon Short was a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I, I'm struggling to come up with a linebacker that was picked early for even a Corsi. Jarris Wilkinson was like a fifth-rounder. Hey, 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 Clint Sinem. No, that was that was Reese, though. All right, bud. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying even a Corsi didn't draft come him on. early. No, no, yeah, I know. We dra- we haven't drafted a, a top. So it's, you can't just we, we can't just blame Reese. We got to blame. You can't blame the buffoon boy even before then. You're right, bud. We got to blame right. McCorsey and even George Young. He had the he was a GM till '97. Anyway, all right. Uh, well, franchise Jerry that I remember in the '70s and '80s, right? You remember in the '80s? I mean, that was that, that's all he thought about was linebackers, man. Well, I remember I remember Pat Summerall before the before <sighs> the before the Forty Nine er. 49-3 to game when he said in the pregame, 
if defense is the soul of the Giants, their linebackers are the soul of the defense. So, and that's just been forever Jerry, since that's happened. Yeah, Jerry, that's uh, that. Yeah, I remember when someone said that. Jerry, I put something on Twitter today. Somebody was asking about Lawrence Taylor or the best that ever was, and I put something on Twitter today. I remember being in tra- training camp back in '86, the year they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I'm I'm on the side watching camp, you know, watching Pratt. And at one point, um, Banks, <laughs> these are the linebackers, folks, that were that were hovering around Belichick as he was pointing something out. Uh, it was Banks, Harry Carson, and Lawrence Taylor. Just think about that, Jerry. Yeah, it's now uh, we have now we have Michael Bowles and Clint Sinems, and I mean, are you kidding me? Come on, Jaquan Williams and Greg Jones. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I come mean, on, talk about being touched by the hand of God. Like, I couldn't imagine. I just think it seems like it's a, it seems like it's another lifetime where we had linebackers. Um, mm. Anyway, Dubs Dribble at Dubs Dribble, buffoon crew member. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Madison Hedgecock's road to Hawaii touchdown celebration is still my favorite. Change my mind. I will. Henry Hynoski's was the best. The, the Hynoceros. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. That was the best one that by a, a mile, one. Dubs Dribble. Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anthony Delmonico. Although although Odell, you know, taking a simulated piss on the Eagles' end zone wasn't bad, no? It wasn't, that was a pretty good one. I uh, mean, it was the Eagles. <laughs> that's the only reason I could live with it. Um, right. He, yeah, he, I'm he sorry, went, bud. No, he went up a notch uh, in my book when he did that. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Delmonico at It's Tony D, another faithful listener. Can you grade the assistant coaches like you did the draft picks? Oh, so real quick, we forgot Lorenzo Carter. I apologize. Someone pointed it out on Twitter. Whoever pointed it out, very astute. I apologize. Lorenzo Carter gets a B from me, and then we'll go into the coaches. Um, B? What'd you give him a B? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? Uh, sounds good, but I'll give him a B too. Oh, I like right. it. I like the kid. I like the kid a lot. Friday night, easy grading by you. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna go with B minus, but uh, you know, that'd be nice. Were. Uh, all right, grade the assistant coaches, buddy. Not all of them. We'll do, uh, you know, the main ones. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, let's do special teams. Thomas McGahey, he gets a B-plus in my book. I think this is the best special teams we've had in a while. I give him an A because of the fact that they finally um, can cover kicks. They have decent returns. We have a good kicker and a good punter. For me, that's an A. Let's go ahead. All right. Sounds good. After all the, all the stuff we went through under the Coughlin years and oh before God. that, you know. Awful. Um, okay, that sounds good. All right, let's do uh, Mike Shula. Well, he didn't call plays, but the offense. Uh, you know, Shula, I don't know. He could, how much he contributed with game plans with Sherman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a C plus for Shula. I agree. It's hard to grade him, like you said, because yeah, he's not it's not calling the plays. It's his offense, right? I yeah, like, the, yeah. I like the giant offense. I just don't like the play calls. But I'll, I'll do the same thing. C plus. Um, defensive coordinator Betcha. I- I'm sorry. Disappointment. I'll give him a C. Oh, I was I was gonna go uh I was gonna go a little lower. Uh yeah, but do what you want. Uh I was gonna go D plus. I was really disappointed. Okay. I, I know that's a little low, but and I know he had a lot to work with. Or, I'm sorry, he had little to work with. Uh, but just some of the schemes, I, I didn't get it. Ah, C minus. We'll go C minus. C minus. Okay. All right. And uh, let's go uh last but not least, uh Pat Sharma. You wanna take it first or you want me to go? Uh, C. Um, I'm going to get, let's see, 5 and 11. I'm going to go C plus because he held the locker room. Nobody quit. Yeah. Guys played really hard. Um, I, I, I question some of the stuff he did during games and maybe some of the stuff he got away from in game. So first year coach, 
I believe in you still coming back next year strong, but I'm going to go C+. Yeah, I was going to go C, and, and what brought him up was the, the locker room and the fact that they didn't quit. What, uh, what brought him down was his play calling and game decisions, the fact that he went to the halftime too many times with three timeouts, just some very weird things. I think he'll grow into the role. I'm psyched that he's the coach for next year too, believe it or not. Uh, but And I know a lot of Giant fans are still mad at him, but I give him a C. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's it for the coaches. We, we took care of Carter. I think that's it, right, bud? Yep. Uh, Andrew at All About Blue 88. Mm. Oh, here's a good one. As of this date, if you had to rank these three players, Manning, mm. Jack Rabbit, and Olivier Vernon, in order of confidence that they are on the team next year, how do you rank them? Oh, good question. What was the fir- what was the first name, Jerry? That's a great one. Eli Manning, Jack Rabbit, and OV. I would say Manning, Jack Rabbit, and OV. In that order. Yep. Yes. Oh wow. That's tough. That's a good question, man. I'll tell you what, man. Just to go, just to go a little controversial, I'll go Jackrabbit first, then Manning, then OV. I don't think there's any I, doubt. I'd be stunned if Jackrabbit doesn't come back next year. And I, th- uh, I don't know if I'll be stunned, but but I think they're going to keep him. Put it that way. And I think Manning. I got to be honest. I think I before the press conference, I thought oh, seventy thirty. Mm-hmm. After the presser, I thought fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Hey, Jerry, just quickly. The Giants, Pat Shermer brings in Casey Rogers for an interview. Yeah. Um, what did you think about it? I found that very interesting. They're creating a position for him. Uh, he was a coordinator, you know, <laughs> yeah. under the Jets and all that. What What did you make of that move? It doesn't trust uh, Betcher. Thank you. Hate to say it, but Betcher's got one year left here. This defense doesn't improve. He's gone. I, I think, the, I think these guys see the same things we do, man. Yep. I understand he doesn't have the most talent, but uh, to me – Jerry, you know, we talked about this numerous times. Me being in camp every day and then what happened on the field during the season was two different things in my eyes. Yeah, you know what, dude? I'm going back to a D plus. I'm going back. <laughs> Changing it. Um, yeah, I thought that was a very, very interesting that they brought in Casey Roy. I don't think he's got the job yet, but they interviewed him for the senior position. Yeah, if, if they're um, cre- if they're like creating that role in interviewing, they're bringing somebody in for that. They don't trust Betcher. I agree, bud. That's the way I took it, too. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, man. Um, Todd Bowles got hired yet? He got, He's over with Arians in Tampa. Oh, they did? Okay, damn it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know where you were going with that. I, I like yeah. him as a D coordinator, man. <laughs> yeah. Banksy at TMAC21054. Coming off injury, do you think it would be cheap enough slash worth it to pursue a veteran like Earl Thomas? Uh, after having Curtis Riley, I would take CC Brown back. So, depending on the price, yes, I think it would be worth pursuing a veteran like Earl Thomas. Yeah, but he's going to want big money. So, depending on the price, you know, oh, uh, you know what? He's he's got two broken legs in his career. I don't know about it. depending on the price with him. Man, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's you know, I thought Curtis Riley <laughs> had two broken legs the way he's playing. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> obviously he's a major upgrade, but um, you know, he's probably going to be excellent for big money. He has his heart set on playing with Dallas too. That's all he wants to do. That guy. Yeah, that's right. So uh, ridiculous. You know what? But it all comes I'm down to the money on this one, Chris. <laughs> no, I just I yeah. I think if the if the money's right, I I would bring him. He also had a follow up question. Uh, Go ahead. Please tell me people aren't serious with this whole Rosen for Odell swap. I have to ask you, Jerry. Uh, you know, this is one of those social media things that's catching fire. Where's this coming from, bud? Uh, well, actually, I because think- Cliff Kingsbury, no, no, I said no. he likes. No, I think I think Cybertson 
from our lads who, who contributes to the insider put it on big blue interactive now i don't know if he put it out there as a like hey would you do this i didn't but i, I people were texting me hey someone's talking about it um on different sites would you do it would you do a rosen for odell i don't think there's a rumor behind it but it was just kind of a suggestion that's all no not odell i'm talking about rosen you know arizona trade you know taking the kid murray and Trading, you know, taking out six pick for Rosen. That's what I'm talking about. Where, I mean, where's oh, this coming from? Oh no, I would, I would not give up the six pick for Rosen. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's going around. Oh well, uh, Cliff Kingsbury loves Murray. You know, he had him, or whatever it was, and he's going to take him, draft him, and and uh, and Rosen's going to be available in the trade. I'm like, what are you talking? No, but this <laughs> this guy was asking. Art oh, Rosen for Odell. Rosen for Odell. No, yeah. please, come on. Please. Uh, Mark Kelly at Mark four two one two. Oh, I'm not going this again. No, I'm sorry, Mark. You can't ask a quarterback question in round one. Uh, oh, he's got five questions. I'm trying to pick the best one here. Oh, yeah, I think we've answered the quarterback oh, question. My God, he asked six of them. Mm. How many players will the? Okay, here's a good one. How many players will they actually take with their eleven picks? Prediction. What do you think? Think they trade up for anybody, bud, with those or what? I think they'll package and maybe trade up in the fifth round or some or fourth round. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm sure he's going to put a package together to try to get a third round pick, Jerry. I'm going to go nine. I'm going to go nine. Yeah, I'm going to go nine, too. All right. Thanks for the questions, Mark. I'm sorry, but the other ones, we asked him. We've been dealing with them for a while now. Uh, Rich at Piano Politano. When, when, yeah, sorry, I'm trying to pronounce these. When looking at quarterback, whether it's in free agency or the draft for a team like the Giants, it plays in the... Oh, here we go. There's a Drew Brees shot a little bit, I think. At least I'm taking it like that. For a team like the Giants that plays in the Northeast, oh. is it a big concern to sign a quarterback that has proven himself in those conditions or, no. if, or a good quarterback who has played only in the <laughs> South or in domes but has the talent? Is that okay? I think it's a really good question because I address it Every single time we talk about Drew Brees. Uh, you know what, Jerry? When the Eagles win Sunday, I'm going to blame it on you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because you constantly poke Drew Brees and you mess him with the football gods. And now it's going to come back and burn us. You watch. Well, to answer your question, Rich, even though Chris, <laughs> Chris is ignoring it, I think <laughs> I, I got to be honest, Chris. I, I I think the skill matters. Not I don't care where they played. And they, thank you. They'll, they'll figure it out. Thank you. No skill. The skill. So I want a lot of California kids succeeded over here. Some some kid named Aaron Rodgers. He's he succeeded in Wisconsin pretty good. Yeah, he was from California. Is that right? Tom uh, Brady. Tom Brady. California kid. Yeah, but okay. Northern California is kind of cool. Uh, Jerry, are we going to go compare Northern California to a snowstorm in New England? <laughs> I mean, I saw Brady throw for 400 yards in a snowstorm once in, against Arizona. I mean, uh, you know, so no, I don't like that. I don't go with that at all. Where's Drew Brees from? Anybody know? Texas. No, oh, it's warm there. All right. Josh Stanton at J Stanton 22, another follower. What are your thoughts on Rosen? Oh, sorry, Josh. Rosen? We can't answer. He's, Arizona. he's saying if he becomes available for the sixth pick, we answered it. I would not. Uh, trade. Uh, uh, ne- uh, next question. Josh, we love you. I, I wouldn't trade the six pick for, for Josh yeah. Rosen. Get him and warm him that bad. He would have drafted him last year. The real MVP at is a Charles 101. Are the Giants thinking about drafting Murray? Probably not. But I don't know. Ne- I would ne- guess no. Uh, no. Is he even <laughs> playing football? 
Is he even playing football? They're I saying mean, that he is now, but I don't know how that works. He was dra- was he drafted by the, the A's? And he was yeah, playing no, yeah, he's the number one pick for the A's. Yeah, I thought he was going. I thought he was going to spring training, playing for the A's. Now he's going to play football. Now he's going to the uh, whatever. Uh, he's not going to be in the giant blue, folks. All right, a couple good ones coming up. Oh, this is a good one, JS, and uh, up on the latest news, JS at JS Stressless, <laughs> another uh, faithful follower. What will be the impact of this new senior DC position on the team? Why would the head coach create this new position? Hashtag buffoon crew. Good job, Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of answered. I, I yeah, think yeah, it's because they don't, they, don't stre- they don't trust Betcher. I think he'd kind of be a, a CEO of the defense. Hmm. Yeah, I think we just answered that. That was funny. You know, he asked that question. Yeah, I think that's why. Exactly. Yep. It wasn't all defensive voice in there. Uh, Jesse Manganelli. Manganelli. How do you pronounce that, Chris? You're, it's your cousin. I don't at, know, but I'll have it in front of me right at, now. Jessex16. <laughs> there we go. When will the Giants' next playoff season be? Um, Next season. Nice, buddy. 2019. There you go. I agree. I agree. Show a little faith. There's magic in the night, folks. Anthony at Greeley718. Do you think... Landon Collins is better suited to play linebacker. Uh, we've addressed that. Not on the, no, I mean, no, I think with a free safety, he'd be a very good strong safety. I think with a solid free safety, one without two broken legs, he'd be a very good strong safety. Yeah, I like him roaming around. No, I, I, yeah, I don't think so. He has to gain some weight. And, and I know a lot of people like to accept, but no, I don't. I think he's fine where he is. Christian Herrera, Haskins. Has made it known he wants to come back to New Jersey. And oh, hang on, I don't know if we can do. It. Is it worth to trade up? Nah, sorry, Christian, we answered this one already. TC Wellington at Wellington Giant. J Williams, Q Williams, and Farrell, or Farrell, sorry, are on mm. the board at six. Who do you choose and why? Note, mm. note, Haskins and Allen aren't. Me? Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm not. I like Jonah Williams, but I'm not that in love with him. I think he's a six pick overall. I really don't. So which, I'm sorry. Um, which one would you take? I would go with uh, probably, I tell you what, that Q, every time I see that Q Williams man in Alabama, he dominates. He won the Outland Trophy for the best line. I tell you what, I would go with that Q Williams. From a writing standpoint, I want to go with Williams, but because I can't spell. I, Q? I, I, I get, Q I, or Jonah? Q, but I I, I get because I, when I spell Cleland Farrell's name, I spell it wrong every time. I, so I, you, you perceive a future problem, so you don't want to go with him. However, from a talent standpoint, I would take the pass rusher. I would take Farrell. Farrell, okay. I don't know how you pronounce it. But I would take him. Based on what I've seen this season, I like him, man. I like his game. But can't, could, go, can't, can't go wrong, go wrong with either one. But. Just going to say the same thing. Yeah, look at you. Uh, Maybe at Maybe 8, another uh, follower. Do you think Odell will have his best season this coming year, I'm talking like 15 to 18 touchdowns. Um, if he stays healthy, yes, because the rest of the yeah. team's going to be improved. There's your answer right there. If he plays 16 games, hey Jerry, just quickly get back to that Jonah Williams thing. You know, yeah. let's see what the Giants do in free agency. If he goes out and signs a Dowell Williams, then guess what? Jonah Williams is off the board. Yeah, that's good. And point. then you definitely they're definitely going defensive. You know what I mean? So you also have to see what happens at free agency. Free agency as far as going back to Odell. We just need Odell to be on the field for 16 games. He hasn't done that the last two years. Here's a really good question from Doug Revit at Slippery42. Are we going the same route as Belichick players that fit the style of offense 
and defense and not just talent. Hmm. No, no, I, I, he's going to build from the inside out, Gettleman, with talent. Listen, Belichick it got folks. Belichick's, Belichick's in his own world. He could take you know marginal guys and he could put them in the right spots on the field and his schemes and make it work. He also, he also takes like smart that. guys, right? Like Belichick takes intelligent guys who yeah, yeah. learn his system. But I it's agree. a certain type of player. Yep. All right, about four more questions real quick. Sleepy Manny, that's our boy, at Manny P204. Free agent tackle from Carolina or young tackle gem from the draft? Which one would you take? Remember, the tackle from um, Carolina is a Gettleman fourth rounder. Good point. Which one would I take? Yeah. I would say the gem from um, from uh, college. Yeah, me too. I agree. R- rookie contract, all that. You know, I would take yeah the gem. I'm a little I'm a little free agent gun shy, uh, sleepy. Tornado at Antonio eight zero one. The regular season o- season is over, and everyone knows who these rookies are now. If we time travel back to April with this knowledge, very nice question. How do you think the draft would have looked? Well. I think rounds one and two are exactly the same. So then after that, it becomes a 2020 vision thing. And they, I think they would just take, you know, best players available. I, I, I don't know how much would change from the Giants then on, but I think the Giants are extremely happy with Saquon and Will Hernandez. Yeah. You know what? We've seen how good Baker Mayfield is, right? Yeah. And I think, I think even if Gettleman, if we had the number one pick overall, I think Gettleman would have went Barkley again. I agree. Yeah, two thousand yards as a rookie, man, and then Will Hernandez, awesome value at that pick uh, in the second round because he was a top fifteen guy, one of the top guards. So I, I don't think they would have changed a thing in the first and second round. Uh, Patrick Frankel at Patrick Frankel, could Thomas Davis be a short term answer at linebacker? Greetings from overseas, love your podcast. Thanks, Patrick. Good stuff. What do you think, Chris? Well, I tell you what, Davis played. You know, he played pretty good, but you know his age scares me. He's thirty. I think he's going to be thirty-six in about four months. Um, he played pretty well this year, but he's you know he's been a four-three linebacker his whole career too. So he's got to be asked to play a little different now in a three-four. What Fetcher likes to do. So you know, I love. Man, it's a tough one. I tell you what, at the right price, I guess you could bring him in here and try to fit the system. Um, but he's just he's up there now, Jerry. I, I think I would stay away. All right, last question before we get to our picks. New York Giants, France at New York Giants, France. Um, maybe he's in, maybe international, or they just love the, the country of France. Is Jenkins still good enough to be cornerback number one? And was Riley really the best option we had at free safety after the preseason? <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, and NY Giants, France. I don't know how Riley could have possibly been the best, but apparently he was because the Giants stuck with him almost the entire season. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janoris could definitely still be number one, and and the Riley thing is how he started sixteen games, and, and they didn't give a look to somebody else's. You know, it's kind of kind of strange. I have to admit, some strange stuff, Jerry, with personnel this year. I'm sorry, some strange stuff happened. Yeah, really. Um, all right, before we get to the picks, I just want to give another shout out to the media captain for sponsoring this podcast. It's great having a Giants fan get behind us. The media captain specializes in web development and digital marketing for all types of businesses. Jason Parks, the owner, has an LT jersey behind his desk at work, a Y.A. Tittle signed helmet, and a Tiki Barber autographed picture. And for Christmas, he got a Saquon Barkley signed rookie card. Even though Tiki Barber wasn't well-received by most, he was one of Jason's favorite players. If you work with the media captain, you'll deal directly with Jason. He'll not only help your business build 
a stunning website, and increase its online presence. He'll partake in some great Giants conversations with you. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consultation and just mention anything Giants-related, and he'll know you came from the Giant Insider podcast. So, Hell Week is upon us again. It went by pretty quickly, so mm. we didn't have to deal with too much buffoonery, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the picks tomorrow, buddy. Um, okay. All right. So who do you like in the first game? I like the Colts in an upset, bud. Do you? I love the way they're playing. The Chiefs, I, I, they just can't seem to win a home game, this organization. Of course, of course, it's all different now. You know, Mahomes is the quarterback. I just, I just think the Chiefs. You look at everything they do. I'm going to go with them, and and they're going to uh, to continue their role. I'm going to go with the Chiefs because everyone's going with the Colts, and it's one of those things where, I don't know, man. I, I, I think Mahomes. I, I hear what you're saying, especially with Reed, and the home and playoff success, and they can't win. But I just think Mahomes is so good, and, and not that Andrew Luck isn't. He's awesome, but I just think Mahomes is so good this year, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I know the Colts are hot, but. I, I'm going to have a lot of trouble picking against the Chiefs at home. So I'll, I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. Just two things. Two coaches that better win this weekend. Oh. Andy Reid is one of them. Okay? If he loses with this team, I mean, that guy's going to get destroyed. And the wonder boy, Sean McVay, is the other one. Which brings us to the second game. Go ahead. Cowboys at Rams. Want me to go first? Can I go first? Go ahead. The Wonder Boy, Sean McVay, you know, the whiz kid and all that, who's never won a thing in this league, but is talked about like he's won four trophies. Yeah. Okay, now everybody wants to hire a 38-year-old kid because look what Sean McVay's done in L.A. <laughs> okay? All right, guess what, Sean? You lost last year at home. Now you got the Cowboys coming in into your building again this year. Better win this game, my man, because guess what? If you lose tomorrow night, okay, pe- you know, all those young coaches are going to, that were hired, all these whiz offensive guys. Organization is going to be like, uh-oh, when you lose, if you lose tomorrow night. Okay? So I'm sick of looking at your hairstyle and the cameras are fascinating you with your headset and your tight sweat and your pants and all that. You better beat Dallas tomorrow night, my man. Because well, I don't want to hear about your nonsense if you don't win tomorrow night. But, against but Chris, will they? Yeah, they are. 31-20. I'm going with the Cowboys, and I hate saying it out loud. I, I, I don't. I agree with what you're saying, and I don't think Goff can win a big game yet. I just every time he plays someone good, he folds like a house of cards, man. Um, a play, I should say, I should say, I should say plays right. a, plays a good de- every time he plays a good defense. I should say, and Jerry, those, those Cowboy linebackers, man. What's it like to have linebackers? Watch Dallas tomorrow yeah. night. Jerry, just uh, you're absolutely right. Goff has to prove he could play in his playoff type atmosphere, right? Um, Dallas, I, I don't like their defense on the road as much as I do at home. They yeah, seem to play fast. What, Jerry? It's a good point. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, they seem to play faster at home than they do. You saw them against the Giants, right? Th- those, that was the starting defense out there. The Giants put, what, 35 on the board against yeah, them. Yeah, and I know you're talking about playing surface, but real quick, let me just say, that game is going to be 75% Cowboys fans. No, no, I'm just talking about on the grass. No, I know, I know. And all I know. That, you know? But I'm saying that. No, game, no, no, it's going to be all It's going to be disgusting to watch. But, all oh, right. Jerry, it's going to be all Cowboy fans. You know that, dude. We're it's going to be all Cowboy we're fans. We're almost 40 minutes in, and I want to concentrate a little bit on the last game. So, oh, I'm good. Uh, Chargers at Patriots. Chargers. Really? We're disagreeing on these. I'm going Patriots at home. Yeah. I hope yeah. you're right. I'm tired of the Pats. But I'm going to go Pat. I'm going to go Patriots. Uh, and last but not least, 
the evil team from the evil city of, uh, uh, what adjective should we use? Whatever. Um, visits the big easy. Who do you like? I think the Saints get a late touchdown and beat the Eagles 31-28. I'll take it, but I think the Saints actually smoke the Eagles at home. I will be uh, eating crow about Drew Brees. I don't care. I'll gladly do it. But I definitely think the Saints win this game. If they don't, if the Saints don't win, the Eagles are going back to and winning the Super Bowl. So they so you think they're going to smoke them? I, I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. Okay, hope so, bud. Um, but yeah, and, and you'll know quickly... Uh, based on the tweets, I'll try to not be too violent on Twitter uh, Sunday night if, in fact, the uh, feathered helmet unit pulls one out. So, but uh, anyway, thanks as always, Chris. Great stuff. This hey, hey, Jerry, let's, yeah. let's quickly, yeah. hey, folks, uh, me and Jerry are working on something. We might have a nice surprise for everybody Monday night. We'll announce it on the podcast Monday. So Ooh, make that, sure you tune in Monday night. That's a teaser. Me, that's a teaser, uh, folks. Me and Jerry uh, might have some real good news coming down the pike. Yeah, it's incredible, actually. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, you, you see things like that and you just think, man, what a what an, what a great life we have. <laughs> so, you know, you got to thank somebody above for uh, for things like this. But um, anyway, Chris, awesome job. This was a fun one. Uh, those of you who are interested in ordering the Giant Insider newsletter, uh, visit www.thegiantinsider.com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Uh, Chris, as always, thanks again, my friend, and everybody. Yeah, thank you, man. Sundays thank you. are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye, bye.